What's up, everybody? My name is Athena, and you're here to listen to Vanished in the Valley. I'm back. I was actually back last week, but since I was on my southern United States RV road trip, I did not have time to dig into any cool shit. I was basically uh, outside sweating my ass off because it was 113 motherfucking degrees for like 80% of the trip. So now that I'm back home and it's like 100, it's like, this 100 bullshit ain't shit. (laughs) So there is that. But yeah, it was fun. We ended up meeting Garrett's son, Lance, and his family out in New Mexico, which was kind of cool. And they got to come explore with us all over New Mexico and checked out the Carlsbad Caverns with them. So that was definitely fun. I know Garrett was like super stoked. But uh, yeah, what's up, uh, Lance and Amanda? great vacay time. Hopefully we can do it again soon. But anyway, I highly recommend people go check out the Carlsbad Caverns. As far as Zion National Park, it was cool or whatever, but it's like to get to the cool spots, you got to go on these like tram guided tours. And I'm not trying to go on a fucking guided tour. I'm trying to go explore shit. So I don't know, it was gorgeous. And I found the coolest lake that I've ever seen in my entire life. It was completely like a sand bottom lake, totally fucking see-through. So me and Garrett kind of went and sat and fucked around in that lake for the last few days because it was fucking ridiculously hot. I also went to the Grand Canyon and I stayed at a Indian reservation on the South Rim. The Havasupe Indian Reservation basically hosts hella people. There's RV hookups, there's primitive tent camping. Um, It was pretty fucking cool. And you're literally inside the Grand Canyon National Park. It's probably about a five minute drive from like the spot you camp to literally get to the Grand Canyon and different types of trails. There were hella tourists there, though. It reminded me of Yosemite. It's like you fucking can't even move without bumping into anybody. And these fucking, I don't even know where these people are from, but they literally have no sense of personal space. Like these motherfuckers would be up in your fucking Kool-Aid. So that was kind of annoying. Uh, But yeah, it was gorgeous. (laughs) I found some Navajo dude on the side of the road and he was making jewelry. So of course I had to get a little hook up there and I got some cool turquoise jewelry. But yeah, you guys try to get the fuck outside and get some hiking in. I I may have kicked my ass with the heat, but hiking around and just fucking getting fresh air and being in the sun does wonders. Another fucking awesome place we found was in New Mexico, and it's called Sitting Bull Falls. And it's just this fucking random waterfall that pops up from a spring. And we went there actually a couple days. The first day was fucking great. You jump in the water and you can stand under the waterfall and all that shit. Well, the second day, we discovered there was motherfucking leeches in this water. Now, I'd never seen a leech, like, in real life, but this thing is fucking disgusting. I tried to squish it, like, 19 times, and they just, they don't squish. So, uh, yeah, fuck leeches. New Mexico, you can keep that shit. I've heard California has leeches, but I've literally never once seen a leech here. And I've been to some pretty fucking iffy nature spots. Hard pass on the leeches. But enough about me. Actually, one more thing. So I am kind of crazy. I did bring Hopper, our dog. I brought my blue tongue skink monkey. 
And I also brought a mouse named Cheese Boy. Cheese Boy was the sole survivor of a mass extinction. And he and about, I think, like 11 other of his littermates basically had to be bottle fed. And that shit was difficult. And I ended up losing 11 out of the 12. And so, yeah, Cheese Boy is now my boy. But yeah, that was definitely interesting traveling with that little fucking circus. So now we are going to move in to the topics of today. We are going to talk about Project Bluebird, a.k.a. Project Artichoke. We are also going to talk about the Biden crime family and the newest bullshit going on with those twats. I'm also going to tell you about a secret Chinese lab that the authorities found in California and what exactly these psychopaths were doing in there, or I guess what the quote-unquote authorities think they were doing there. Like, yeah, that's not fucking weird at all. We also have to talk a bit about the January 6th bullshit. One of our listeners, Jeff, sent me a pretty interesting video, and in the video, this guy basically breaks down every person that is in that frame of the video at that time who he believes is either a fed or, you know, they're just kind of faking what the fuck is going on. And I mean, the video was fucking hardcore. They went in deep. So we'll talk about that. I've already kind of made my opinion clear on this January 6th shit, like basically back when it happened. It was a fucking setup. I don't even understand how these people allowed themselves to get so fucking riled up by some fed boys. But hopefully everyone's learned their lesson. If you're going to a fucking protest, don't listen to the asshole who's advocating violence and destruction because most likely they are undercover fed boy. But yeah, anyway, we'll get into that a little bit later. I am also going to briefly touch on that movie that like hella created controversy for some reason called The Sound of Freedom. So we'll get into that a bit later. Uh, I actually kind of covered our Underground Railroad back in 2021. If you guys want to listen to that, that is not like a dramatized version of these events. The information I got was from interviews and doing research. So it's not fucking dramatized. It doesn't need to be dramatized because it's absolutely horrifying. But yeah, we'll get to that a little bit later. So sit back and get ready for this. Now it's time to get to more fucked up shit the U.S. government does to its own citizens. And I'm talking about Project Bluebird. The CIA director actually approved that project April 20th, 1950. But in August of 51, they decided to rename Project Bluebird to Project Artichoke. Artichoke included a lot of work on creation of amnesia, hypnotic couriers, and the Manchurian candidate. Artichoke documents fucking prove that hypnotic couriers functioned effectively in real-life simulations conducted by the CIA in the 1950s. The degree to which any, you know, given individual that's being fucking manipulated like this were used is classified still. You can actually go to the CIA website because Bluebird and Artichoke documents are available there due to the Freedom of Information Act. But of course, a shit ton of these documents are completely redacted, aka blacked the fuck out. And as a little side note, there are still a ton of documents relating to these two projects that are still classified to this day. What, fucking 70 something years, 60, 70 years later? Huh, wonder why that is. 
the way the CIA ran these projects was totally compartmentalized. So one group of people would be working on a certain aspect of this project, while another group would also be working on it, but a different aspect, and they are not sharing information with each other. According to a February 18th, 1979, Wilmington Sunday News Journal, check this shit out, quote, The artichoke interrogation was conducted in a safe house in the remote countryside staffed by security-cleared personnel. It was conducted under medical cover of a routine physical and psychological assessment. The subject was transported to the safe house in a, quote, covert car. At the safe house, they were given a conventional interrogation and then some whiskey. Hmm. This was followed by two grams of phenobarbital which made them go to sleep. Now, if you didn't know, fucking phenobarbital is the drug they use to euthanize animals and is also what a lot of states use to execute death row inmates. A lie detector test was given and the subject was given IV chemicals. Those chemicals, we don't exactly know though. Following the chemically assisted interrogation, the artichoke techniques were applied in three stages. A false memory was introduced into the subject's mind without his conscious control. The procedure was repeated again with interrogation added. So what I'm kind of wondering is how the fuck did this newspaper get this information? Did somebody leak documents to them? I don't know. I tried to find that answer and uh, <laughs> I came up with a nada. Check this out. Project Artichoke involved detailed systematic creation of specific amnesia barriers, new identities, and hypnotically implanted codes and triggers. So it's like some born fucking Matt Damon shit, but in real life. There is an Artichoke document that's dated January 7th, 1953. And in this document, it actually describes experimental creation of multiple personalities in two 19-year-old girls by the CIA. This shit is fucking criminal, you guys. Like, how do you come back from that? I, I don't know if there is getting your fucking sanity back after something like this, but yeah. According to these documents, they say, quote, these subjects have clearly demonstrated that they can pass from a fully awake state to a deep H-controlled state. And H is used shorthand in all these documents for hypnotic, hypnotized, or hypnotism. And what's kind of really fucked up is they're basically saying the subjects can be controlled like in a hypnotic state and the handlers didn't even have to be in the room with them. They said they could do this via telephone, via some very subtle signal that cannot be detected by other persons in the room and without other individuals being able to note the change. It's been clearly shown that individuals can be induced into hypnosis by telephone, by receiving written words, or by the use of code, signal, or words. Control of the hypnotized can be passed from one individual to another without great difficulty. It has been shown by experimentation with these girls. Like, fucking girls, you guys. These are two fucking 19-year-old girls. God damn. Anyway, back to the fucking nightmare. But anyway, yeah. So basically, the, the documents are saying that it has been shown by experimentation with the girls that they can act as unwilling couriers for information purposes and that they can be conditioned to a point where they believe a change in identity on their part, even on a fucking polygraph test. Although, side note, polygraph tests are fucking garbage. They're not telling anything about lying. They're just basically reading different body functions. 
So yeah, fuck that shit. So there is a different artichoke document and it describes, quote, analogs case number three. A CIA security office employee was hypnotized and given a false identity. She defended it hotly, denying her own true name and rationalizing with conviction the possession of identity cards made out to her real self. Later, having had false identity erased by suggestion, she was asked if she'd ever heard of the name she had been defending as her own like fucking minutes before. She sat there, she thought for a minute, shook her head and said, that's a pseudo if I ever heard one. Apparently, she had true amnesia for the entire episode. So these fucking psychopaths are basically like splitting people's minds and then erasing the memory of them even doing it. Like how fucking sinister is this shit? Another document describes an experiment they did on two of these female subjects and it was an exercise involving the planting of a bomb. Both subjects performed perfectly and were fully amnesic for the exercise. They instructed these girls that once they awoke, she would proceed to a different room where she would wait at the desk for a telephone call. Upon receiving the call, a person known as Jim would engage her in a normal conversation. During the course of the conversation, this individual would mention a code word. When she heard this word, she would basically go into like a hypnotic trance state. But she wouldn't close her eyes and she would remain perfectly normal and continue the conversation. I want to know what mad motherfucking scientist thought this was okay to do to people. Apparently, this girl was told that upon the conclusion of the telephone conversation, she would then carry out instructions. The girl was shown an electric timing device. She was informed that this device was a bomb and then instructed how to set the device. After the girl learned how to set and attach the device, she was told to take a timing device, which was in a briefcase, and proceed to the ladies' room where she would be met by a girl whom she had never seen who would identify herself by the code word New York. The first girl was then to show New York how to attach and set the timing device and further instructions would be given that the timing device was to be carried in the briefcase, brought to a different room and placed in the nearest empty electric light plug and concealed in the bottom left-hand drawer of a desk with the device set for 82 seconds. I mean, this is like literally full on Manchurian candidate shit, you guys. And if they were able to do this fucking 60, 70 years ago, imagine what these fuckers can do now. Because don't delude yourself. Don't fucking kid yourself. These nasty ass psychopaths are probably so much further in this type of research, destroying lives, fucking crushing minds, and they have no conscience. They somehow justify it. It's for national security. It's for science. No, motherfuckers. It's absolutely unethical any way you look at it. But I guess it's a good thing the U.S. government's got a bunch of fucking sociopaths and psychopaths on their payroll. Hypnosis was not the only tool that these psychopaths used. They also used drugs, magnetic fields, sound waves, sleep deprivation, solitary confinement, and a bunch of other different methods. A funny little ironic part of this whole freak show artichoke was what is repeatedly referred to in these documents as the problem of disposal of subjects. Several personnel actually recommended the use of lobotomies for this purpose, 
But according to the documents, this was rejected as it was too unethical and too high a negative publicity risk. They don't give a fuck about ethics. They just didn't want to get caught fucking cutting chunks of brains out of people that they'd already fucking destroyed. Absolutely fucking disgusting. In another document dated December 3rd, 1951, they described the use of electric shock to the brain for certain creation of amnesia. The document goes on to describe one of these psychopaths that is working there. It states, the name is actually redacted, but it basically states, this person, the psychiatrist, doctor, whatever, is reported to be an authority on electric shock. He's a psychiatrist of considerable note. This psychiatrist explained that the electric shock might be of considerable interest to the artichoke type of work. He stated that the standard electric shock machine could be used. I mean, I didn't even know there was a fucking standard electric shock machine, but hey, why not? We're destroying minds and fucking destroying <laughs> humans. We're destroying humans, basically. So the doctor goes on to state that using the machine with conclusive treatment, he could guarantee amnesia for certain periods of time, and particularly he could guarantee amnesia for any knowledge of use of convulsive shock. He stated that the lower setting of the machine produced a different type of shock. When the lower current type of shock was applied without convulsion, it had the effect of making a man talk. He said this type of shock produced in the individual excruciating pain. I mean, there's another fucking word for that. It's called torture, you fucking psychopath. But anyway... The doctor goes on and stated that there would be no question that the individual will be quite willing to give information if threatened with the use of this machine. It was the psychopath's opinion that an individual could gradually be reduced through the use of electroshock treatment to the vegetable level. And this is all fucking quotes, you guys. This is in the motherfucking documents. So if these techniques and all these studies kind of sound familiar... It's because the CIA administratively rolled over Artichoke Bluebird into MK Ultra on April 3rd, 1953. And then MK Ultra was in turn rolled over into MK Search on June 7th, 1964. And as far as we know, MK Search then ran until June 1972. At which time, extensive shredding of MK Ultra and MK Search files were ordered by the director of the CIA, Richard Helms. Now, somehow, some of these documents didn't get shredded, and they were actually stored in a different building that the CIA was in charge of. But somehow, these uh, documents were then leaked to Congress, and there was fucking hearings and all that shit, so the CIA just had to be a little bit more careful when they're fucking fragmenting minds. Fucking disgusting. I mean, how many times can I say this? Like, I don't understand how people think that this is okay to do to other people. How do you have to look at a human? I mean, basically, you have to convince yourself they're not human. They're other. To be able to do something that, like this to anyone, it's fucking mind-blowing. And all this shit sanctioned and paid for by the government. The U.S. government which basically in my mind makes me think that other countries are definitely experimenting like this, trying to figure out the limits of the human brain any way possible. There's another document in this fucking nightmare treasure trove 
that is entitled, quote, Hypnotic Experimentation and Research, and it's dated February 10th, 1954. The document basically describes experiments on how they are trying to create a fucking Manchurian candidate assassin. Now check this part out. Quote, subject one was then instructed, having previously expressed a fear of firearms, that she would use every method at her disposal to awaken another test subject, who was now at this point in the study in a deep hypnotic sleep. And failing this, she would pick up a pistol nearby and fire it at this other subject. She was instructed that her rage would be so great that she would not hesitate to kill the other subject for failing to awaken. The first subject carried out the suggestions to the letter, including firing unloaded gun at the other subject, and then proceeding to fall into a deep sleep. So after this whole scene, a code word was then uttered, and both of these subjects were awakened and had complete amnesia for the entire sequence. The first subject was again handed the gun, which she refused in an awakened state now to even pick up or accept from the operator. She expressed absolute denial that the foregoing sequence had happened. Reading these fucked up documents does kind of like make it a little bit easier to understand how these psychopaths were able to basically brainwash 90% of the people on earth about this whole Kabobo nonsense. Because if they've been studying that deep and that hardcore fucking 60 years ago, imagine where the technology has gone to this day. They probably fucking have all kinds of different crazy mind control brainwashing shit developed at this point. The CIA actually also sponsored experiments with LSD. And basically they would dose people with the drug and see how far they could go with the mind control and other fucked up experiments. Some of the test subjects knew about the acid, LSD, and some of them were fucking spiked. Another little interesting LSD tidbit, under the top secret clearance, Eli Lilly Company was given $400,000 grant, and that's in 1953. And just in case you're wondering, $400,000 in 1953 equals about $4,570,921 today. So they were given a massive grant to develop LSD specifically for the CIA. There were at least 1,500 soldiers that were given LSD without informed consent as a part of an army mind control experiment. These facts have never been subject to ethical review or any policy or position statement by any medical organization. Shocker, right? One person named Frank Olson, who was a Fort Detrick biological warfare expert who quote-unquote committed suicide in 1953 after being given LSD hidden in the liqueur by Dr. Sidney Gautilib, director of the MK Ultra Projects. Olson's family determined that he had committed suicide subsequent to the bad LSD trip only after reading Nelson Rockefeller's 1975 report on the CIA, and that was published 22 years after Olson's death. Fucking Congress gave this family $750,000 and told them to be on their fucking way. The CIA also funded the construction of the Gorman Annex at Georgetown University Hospital in Washington, D.C., 
The fucking budget for this shit, $1.25 million, which was to provide a hospital safe house for mind control research. So these fucking doctors and researchers and scientists, they all contributed to this shit. It's not just CIA agents, but it's just corrupted individuals that somehow justified this shit to themselves. So like I was just saying a couple minutes ago, Throughout the 20th century, academic psychiatry provided no public commentary, ethical guidance, or moral oversight concerning mind control experimentation, despite the fact that the leading psychiatrists and medical schools were well-funded by the CIA and military for mind control research. Mental patients, cancer patients, and unwitting innocent citizens were all experimented on by mind control doctors at Yale Harvard, McGill, Stanford, UCLA, and many other universities. This shit is, was, I'm not sure, probably is, widespread across the fucking country. And these psychopath academics and doctors and these fucking hospitals at the universities, what the fuck? They, they just think this shit's okay? I thought they weren't supposed to be harming people. But yeah, we all know that's not fucking true. The Kabobo PSYOP fucking clear as day showed that doctors care about money and their position most of the time and don't give a fuck about the health of their patients. These motherfucking shills are just toe in the line and bootlickers for the Rockefellers and these other fuckwads that have so much power and they're not even elected. Fun times, right? There is so much more fucking absolutely horrifying information in these documents so what I'm going to do is I will leave a link in the show notes. And if you want to explore this rabbit hole, be my fucking guest. But the shit is crazy. And they literally destroyed lives. They killed people. And they were never held accountable. Because why would we do that? <laughs> it's change of subject time. We are now going to talk about this secret medical lab in California that basically stored bioengineered mice laden with COVID. They found all kinds of shit in this laboratory. Check this out. A month-long investigation into the rural California warehouse uncovered an illegal laboratory filled with infectious agents, medical waste, and hundreds of mice bioengineered to catch and carry the Kobobo-19 virus. And this is according to the Fresno County authorities. Basically, they're saying that Prestige Biotech, which is a Chinese medical company registered in Nevada, was operating the unlicensed facility in Reedley, California. And that's about 24 miles southeast of Fresno. So the middle of fucking nowhere. And apparently they never had a business license. The city was totally unaware these psychopaths were operating there under the cover of night. Apparently, the Fresno County Public Health Department launched its investigation into the facility in December 2022 after a code enforcement officer saw a garden hose attached to a building that was presumed to be vacant. I had no active business license. After they fucking went into this building and actually inspected it, they found the facility housed various chemicals, suspected biological materials, bodily fluids, and hundreds of lab mice, among other lab supplies. They also 
Now check this out. This fucking part is very strange. The county public health officials said they also found medical devices believed to have been developed on site, such as COVID-19 and pregnancy tests. Like, what the fuck? Weren't some fucking secret Chinese police stations just discovered in New York and California? And now this bullshit? And nobody's giving us details on what exactly the lab was trying to create, what they're trying to do. So I don't know, maybe if they do some more investigation, they can figure this shit out. Because come the fuck on. China's buying up our land. We owe them billions, trillions, whatever, hella money because we've borrowed so much. And they're flying balloons over the United States. They have secret police stations, now this lab. I don't know. It kind of sounds like a soft invasion, if you ask me. The CDC is actually saying that they did find some viruses, such as HIV, COVID, chlamydia, rubella, malaria, things of that nature. No, no, that's not suspicious. That's not fucking concerning. Not at all. I mean, what what could possibly go wrong in a Chinese-run fucking shitty lab with weird viruses? Hmm. Moving on to some world economic fuckery now. Yaval Harari, who is Klaus Schwab's lapdog, is saying, no shit, this article came out July 29th. He stated, conspiracy theorists must be eliminated. Try it, you little fucking pencil neck prick. This cunt is basically calling for conspiracy theorists to be banned from like the entire fucking internet (laughs) because of their, quote, dangerous belief that a global clique of elites control the world. He went on to condemn the theory that a shadowy elite of billionaire and globalists control the world. He called it anti-Semitic. Get fucked, dude. Just because you're a Jew doesn't mean that's why I fucking hate you. You're a piece of shit. You're a psychopath just like these CIA fucks I was just talking about. And maybe you need to be eliminated along with your fucking master Klaus. I'm so sick of seeing anything about this little cunt. He kind of reminds me like a Fauci and maybe Bill Gates because they're just straight up psychopaths. They care about money, they care about power, and this motherfucker just is next level with the shit he says. And it doesn't seem like anybody in the mainstream anything ever calls this twat out. It's fucking mind-blowing. Like, we need to eliminate this whole group of people because they disagree with us. And no one fucking argues that with this guy. No one fucking questions this guy. It's just like, oh, okay, lapdog, whatever you say. Moving on now to that movie called The Sound of Freedom. So apparently a funder behind this indie movie has actually been arrested and charged with kidnapping. Yeah, no fucking shit. Check this shit out. So the person I'm talking about is Fabian Marta, and you can actually see his arrest record on courts.mo.gov. He was arrested in Missouri for felony child kidnapping. And that was July 21st, 2023. There's not many other details on this whole arrest and what the fuck this is all about. But I don't know. I'm, I'm waiting to see like the whole story because it's no one's really talking about it. I mean, I, I literally have seen the arrest record. And from what I can tell, it's definitely the same person. Keep your eyes peeled for some shit about that. 
while we're talking about the sound of freedom, I, I just, I'm like, why did Hollywood freak out so bad about this movie? It's, I don't know. It's fucking mind blowing. But I covered our Underground Railroad like in depth a couple of years ago. So if you guys want like the actual story, not the fucking dramatized Hollywood-ish version, go check out that episode. And if you don't want to listen to a podcast episode, there's a lot of old interviews. Well, actually there were. They could be deleted at this fucking point. I found a lot of videos and articles fucking what, like two years ago when I was doing the research for the episode. So anything that kind of comes out about this movie now or the organization, it I don't know. It's fucking, to me, it seems totally fucking biased. It looks like they're trying to fucking basically say the dude who runs our underground railroad is a liar, that he he didn't actually do what he said he did in regards to working for the government. But yeah, I don't know. People are fucking idiots. And I've even seen like videos, I'm sure you guys have too, where movie theaters would say the movie was totally sold out, but people would get there and there's like three people. Other movie theaters were closing it, saying the air conditioning had gone out. All kinds of strange shit. I mean, God forbid people be allowed to watch a fucking movie about a group that tries to save trafficked children. So I don't know. If I get more information on this in the future and about this guy's arrest, I will definitely let you guys know what's up. But at this point, I'm not going to 100% believe this until I find some more evidence. Because this article that I'm reading, you guys, it literally was published today. So it seems like, I don't know if this is more mudslinging or they're trying to discredit the movie and the organization, but whatever, they need to get fucked. I'm not buying it all yet. I need to get more information. So if you guys find out anything else about this dude getting arrested, hit me up at vanishedinthevalley at gmail.com. Or go to Reddit and check out my sub, r slash Vanished in the Valley. Let me know what you have found out. All right, moving on to the January 6th PSYOP. I mean, I don't know what else to call it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to leave a link to the videos that our listener Jeff sent to me because it's pretty fucking interesting. And it's about 45 minutes worth of videos. Like I said earlier, they just literally break down all these like weird hand signals people are giving and the way certain people are dressed. It even goes into the shooting of the Ashley Babbitt or whatever the fuck, the girl who got shot in the neck, the one that was killed or whatever. He he points on some very interesting things that are going on in the video. The one that was kind of like stuck out at me a lot and also Jeff, he pointed this out. When the gunshot goes off, nobody's standing in that area flinches no one's head turned to like oh shit there's a gunshot happening but the person who created this video they break it down a lot and they will fucking go like on angle by angle and explain what the hell is going on what their theory is and all that fun shit and while we're talking about january 6th yesterday a guy named benny johnson made a post and it states leaked Capitol Police Chief on January 6th from Tucker Carlson's interview that Fox spiked. Quote, it was a cover-up. I'm denied National Guard while we're under attack for 71 minutes. Now, what he's saying is that Fox News deleted that scene where the Capitol Police Chief actually says that. There is enough Fed boys involved in this whole situation that you really can't believe 
anything that these twats are saying. I know I don't because they've been caught lying way too many times. I know my fucking eyes aren't lying to me. There were obvious feds in that fucking crowd. I don't even think the FBI has answered how many fed boys they had going up and stirring up the crowd there. So I don't know. I don't I don't know if we'll ever get solid answers. Maybe in fucking 80 years when everyone's dead, they'll like release some document or whatever. But until then, fuck the fed boys. They caused all this. It was by design. And thank you, Jeff, for those two videos. Fucking very eye-opening. I hadn't really watched a lot about the January 6th fucking whatever you want to call it, riot. Just because I knew instantly that there was a lot of bullshit wrapped up in it. And it probably goes very deep. But these videos really do break it down. So I appreciate that shit, Jeff, up top. All right, now it is time for the Biden crime family. So I'm just going to run down some dates and kind of like let you know what was happening on these dates. And let me know, do you think this is just a big old coinkydink? Back on June 7th, the FBI releases documents to Congress alleging the Bidens took a $10 million bribe from Burisma. June 8th, Jack Smith indicts Trump in Mar-a-Lago Doc's case. Fast forward to July 26th, Hunter Biden goes to court and rejects a sweetheart plea deal. After it was revealed, the DOJ tried to give him a blanket immunity from future prosecutions. July 27th, Jack Smith adds more charges for Trump in the Mar-a-Lago case. July 31st, Hunter Biden's former business partner testifies to Congress that Joe Biden was on over 20 calls with his son's business partners and that Burisma execs pressured them to fire the prosecutor. August 1st, Jack Smith indicts Trump again for January 6th this time. So yeah, I don't know, it's like a little smokescreen going on, but little distractions here and there so nobody's fucking paying attention to the Biden crime syndicate. I don't know, I guess it's just, you know, more of those little co-winky-dinks. All right, you guys, that is about it for this episode. I just want to say it's fucking great to be back. I really miss doing the episodes and talking to all you crazy motherfuckers. Before we get out of here today, I do have to say what's up to our top four downloading countries. It's Australia in first, Switzerland, the UK, and Norway. That's what's up, you guys. Thank you for listening. If you have any information I should check out or you want documents I talk about, Hit me up at vanishedinthevalley at gmail.com or you can go over to Reddit and look for my sub r slash vanishedinthevalley or maybe even try to uh, look up maybe the Instagram page. It's kind of crazy. I posted something like right before I went camping and right now it has 36,000 likes and something like 400,000 views. I have no idea how that happened because literally like a week before that, Instagram had sent me another no, no bad girl saying that people that don't follow me can't see my shit. Well, apparently they can. So get fucked. Mark Zuckerberg is a lizard. Moving on to the top three downloading states. We have California in first, Massachusetts in second, and Texas in third. Thank you guys for checking out the podcast. If you have an idea for a show or, you know, hey, check out this rabbit hole, please don't hesitate to send me a message. I fucking love that shit. So that's about it, you guys. Until next week, be aware and don't forget your pepper spray. Cha-chao.